All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rebunk. My name is Scott, coming at you live from uh, my little home studio here in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm very excited to be here with you once again this week. I've got uh, an amazing guest for you tonight. Very excited. We're going to get weird. You know, I've been doing like uh, a lot of like health episodes and gosh, I don't even know, like like anarchist libertarian shows, medical stuff, uh, you know, and we're going to dip our toes back into the crazy world of conspiracies with uh, our guest tonight. And I'm very, very excited. Um, and also, I'm, I'm excited to catch up too. sounds like a lot of things have... Uh, shifted in his life since we last spoke so i'm looking forward to all that but real quick before we get too far into it i just want to show you how you guys can follow and support the show so just head over to the website rebunked.news there's really nothing there other than it's like a landing page it's a bunch of links but uh i would suggest signing up for the email list so the little window pops up and it'll ask you for your email if you do that then that way you can just stay up to date with the show and i really only send out emails regarding you know live streams and stuff like that i'm not gonna be spamming you or nothing so it's just a good way to, for us to stay in touch because who knows what could happen right um at the top you'll see the different affiliate links um we'll go into the t-shirt shop in a sec but mostly trs heavy metal detox there uh truthtrs.com really powerful uh zeolite spray that absorbs and eliminates all the heavy metals in your body uh, i got richard groves autonomy course um, I, I graduated season eight and I can't recommend that enough. I'm actually with all, you guys know all the projects I'm involved in. I'm actually taking a lot of the stuff I learned in that course and actually applying it in real life. And it's been awesome. So can't recommend it enough. You click that link and you go through the obstacle course, you know, just doing that helps out the show. Um, we've got a, a Gibson go up. You'll find a link for that also in the episode description. And of course on the website, any value for value donation options, uh, anything's it's just appreciated, man. You know, the whole value for value system, if you get any value out of the show, um, there's an opportunity there to return value. Uh, as far as social media goes, this is all the places I'm at. Um, pretty much the main spot where I am at mostly is telegram t.me forward slash rebunked news is the best way to stay up to date with everything. I'm usually just posting memes and videos and chatting with the people in there. So come join us. It's a lot of fun. And then of course, all the video platforms and make sure you're subscribed on your podcast player. Just type in rebunked and it'll pop up. And then if you get a chance to do any like reviews on like Apple, I, iTunes or whatever, Apple podcasts, that actually helps the show, you know? So just in a cheap, easy way to help the show, just give a five-star review and uh, I'll go and I'll highlight those as they come in. So, you know, if you want a little shout out, feel free to do that. And I appreciate it. So um, over to the t-shirt shop brought to you by Big Frog T-shirts in Beaverton, Oregon. Um, shout out to Amanda and Ryan. They just do amazing work and the team over there. But I know that Amanda and Ryan are listeners of all the shows that uh, I'm involved in. And they're just, you know, I can't thank them enough for all the work that they do to help maintain the shop here. Um, so we got the censorship kills shirt. I know this has been a popular one because you know, it's true, man. Like they withheld the information or, or silenced all the voices of those of us who were trying to break through and let people know, Hey man, maybe uh, we should question some of this stuff. And uh, as a result, a lot of people died. So, you know, you can wear that loud and proud and maybe strike up some interesting conversations. Uh, if you really want to strike up an interesting conversation, I would recommend, Let's see. Actually, it's on the second page. It looks like I would recommend. I, I know uh, erroneous method. Shout out erroneous method. He I, he sent me a video of him walking by a hospital with this shirt on. Fauci gave us all AIDS, right? You know, and there's a lot of a lot of truth to that, right? So we and then and then of course uh, I think it was Amanda or I don't know how I was talking to Amanda over at Big Frog and she's like, "What if we do like a Fauci gave us all AIDS shirt again?" So the Fauci's gave us all eight shirts been around for a while. That was an old Truthzilla shirt that we repurposed, but this is the new edition. Fauci gave us all AIDS again, right? So if you know about the AIDS epidemic, you know, the AIDS situation, I don't even know what the hell that was back in the eighties. 
it was a lot of uh improper interventions that that actually caused more death than it actually helped and now we have what they call vades vaccine acquired immune deficiency syndrome so fauci gave us all aids again how does how is that possible that one man can give a whole population aids twice in one career that's pretty impressive so if you really want to stir the pot and then of course we got the beavis are you threatening me sure this is everyone's favorite this has been by far the best seller we've ever had and it's just hilarious and awesome. So there you go. Uh, all right. So without further ado, let me bring in my boy, Catalyst Jones. What's going on, man? From the White how, Rabbit Podcast. How is it going, brother? I would just like to start out by saying space is fake and gay. Yay. All right. I'm great. I'm good with that. Okay. So like I said, like I'm interested in getting into all this stuff, man. I uh, I enjoy. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just saw that private message. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. So. I just, like I said, I just been like focused on solutions and there's my beat over the last couple of years, uh, has just been like primarily just the vaccines. Like that's just day in, day out. What I just didn't just, it's so heavy on my heart to just make sure that that information gets out far and wide and whatever angle it is we're attacking, whether it's the myocarditis, I just published an article today on the injected substack about the myocarditis issue, whether it's like, you know, um, blood clots or just like any of the legal stuff. It's just like, that's just been my life for the last couple of years, man, oh. I've been tripping out lately because yeah. I had, uh, hooked up with somebody who I went to school with or whatever, yeah. and our paths crossed again. And, uh, we ended up doing the deed together. And then the oh. next day she told me that she was vaxxed. Okay. And so I've been freaking the fuck out. Oh man. How, how recently was that? Uh, a month ago. Okay. And, um, did she, do you know how recently she had been, had she taken she a shot? Told, she told me that she only got the uh, initial one, the very first one and gotcha. to keep her job. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's really tough to say, man. And that's why like, you know, a lot of the work that we're doing over at Unjected, for example, like, you know, it's just, we don't know. And they're not telling us there's some, there's some, there's a lot of uh, credible information to suggest that, you know, this, has like long lasting effects on people and that there's like, you know, I mean, whether we're talking, uh, the presence of like spike protein in the blood, like one of the narratives they have is that like, Oh, it just goes away right away. Like once the MRNA is delivered, then the spike proteins dissolve and it's fine. But no, it's like, we have evidence to so show it's persistent. It stays in your system for a long time. And, uh, it infects like every organ system in your body. And it's just, who knows what it's actually doing, you know? And so, there's that or the actual changing of the DNA, the MRNA. There's a, um, oh, maybe I could pull it up here, but on the T-Lab substack, we did an article showing how in mice populations, immunity was passed down from the mother's bloodline to up to four generations of mice. And so like the, the shot created, like changed the DNA to such a way that it, it, it caused like a lasting effect that could be detected in mice like four generations away. So it's like changing your DNA, you know? And so That's whether scary. it's what, yeah, it's crazy. Or the spike proteins themselves, you know, the idea of shedding, um, you know, transference from one person to another. So like the possibility of the spike proteins being passed on through intimate contact, you know, that's a big concern. Um, and the food as well. And the food as well. So that's another thing we're, we're looking at as well. How like, you know, the, the industry, the cat, like the livestock cattle farming industry in some sectors is, or has moved towards MRNA based vaccines for their livestock so it's like jesus christ man like who knows dude so i don't know man like i mean you're, you're probably gonna be okay you're probably gonna be okay 
I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah, I'm, gonna be pretty, fine. I'm a pretty healthy person. I, I very, I watch what I eat. Like yeah. I'm very, I don't eat shit. You know what I yeah. mean? I take yeah. pretty good care of myself. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I ha I have, uh, looked into, I had some other truther friends that had sent me some links to uh detox, whatever mm -hmm. is in the vaccine. So yeah. it's kind of pricey, but I'm going to go ahead and order that. Okay. Yeah. Check out destroyspike.com. That's, that's uh, the wellness company. They're the ones that kind of help us out with injected. And it is kind of a self promotional thing, but it's, it's good stuff. It's like, um, it's got this stuff called natokinase, which is like been shown. I can, I can send you an article, uh, that we put together showing like some medical studies showing the effects of natokinase actually detoxing spike protein. And so anyway, um, no, that's good. But, Thank yeah, you. And it's, it's good stuff. Destroy the, destroy the spike.com. Just destroy, uh, destroy spike.com. Just destroy spike.com. Yeah. Okay. That takes you to the wellness company link. So, but uh, other than that, man, it's like, you know, so I just have been so absorbed in this stuff. But prior to COVID, you know, I was going down all the rabbit holes, you know, and, and it's just like, that's where my heart is. You know, that's where all, like, I'm so grateful that I did because had I not, looked into this stuff for many years leading up to COVID, I would have been blindsided. I probably would have been taking the vaccine if I didn't know things like, you know, just questioning, just being discerning and just realizing our, our, our reality is the complete inversion from what's being presented to us. Yeah, absolutely, you know? brother. And it, I, I 100% agree with you because I would have fallen for it as well. You know, like I've yeah. gone, I've, I, I've done things that I'm not happy about, you know, that I'm ashamed yeah. of. I've, I've oh, yeah. been an atheist. I've been a Satanist. I've been, you know, all of the above until I finally found the truth. But I, I swear that every single rabbit hole leads to Christianity, health mm. and well-being at the end of the day. Yeah. That's and, interesting. And so, uh, and so you're lucky because I was also lucky. It sounds like you were a tinfoil hat wearing type of guy. Uh, oh, yeah. when YouTube was actually good and you could yep. actually get true stuff on YouTube and they weren't so censored on there. And so, yeah, man, I was diving down these flat earth and, mm -hmm. and, uh, occults and all this stuff, like back in 2015, you know, and I, nothing surprises me anymore. And I, no. and I'm going to tell you, like, I look at everything with discernment now, especially mm -hmm. in the community that I'm in, because there, mm -hmm. you know, like there is so many psyops within psyops within psyops. And, you know, I was just talking to Sam Tripley about this the other day. I was like, yeah. I know he's your friend, bro, but like, I don't, I, I don't trust Alex Jones. Like how okay. is he still alive? Okay. You know? Okay. Ah, Alex is my boy too, you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you know, That's his interesting. That's average interesting. is incredible. But my yeah. question is, is how do you film the cremation of care at the Bohemian mm -hmm. Grove? Not only like get in there and do it, but you live to talk about it and you have the biggest conspiracy show of all of them. Come on. You know, man. I've been, I've been meaning to reach out to this guy. Hold on. Let me grab it here. It's, uh, it's, uh, so I met, I met the guy that he went, uh, I met the guy. He's, I met the guy he snuck in with. He wrote this book, Bohemian Grove, Cult of Conspiracy, Mike Hansen. So Mike Hansen is the guy that he snuck in there with. Wow. And this is a book where it kind of describes everything that they went through. And I got his number here. He wrote his number and they're like, give me a call. And so I need to have him on the show. Maybe I could break it down like how they did it. But, uh, but yeah, man, I feel you. Okay. So let me just say this. So obviously Alex Jones, like prolific, you know, probably responsible for waking up, you know, or, or, or disseminating, 
so much of what we know today are just like a large like whoever woke us up was woken up by Alex Jones type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like there's, Absolutely. there's, there's, there's actually some, some stuff there, but man, I, I, I've, I've seen his journey because I'm a pretty regular listener and just seeing his journey for the last, like, I don't know, seven years or so. It's been insane, man. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. And when I see him, some of the people that he affiliates with on his show, I'm just like, Oh, Alex, what are you doing, man? You know what I mean? It's just like, no dude but uh it's tough to say it's tough to say i you know i've actually been to Infowars studio i i know <clears throat> i'm actually i would say decent friends with rob Dew, the senior producer over there like we text all the time i've been to his house like i swam in his pool you know what i mean and like he took us into the studio and like a late night tour and then i was there during the day when they were filming and like i got to see the operation it's really just a bunch of like mostly like younger dudes that are like really all about it man and it's like that's it's a ragtag crew it's really hilarious because it looks very polished but they're like it's just like like the show is just run by like a couple dudes in the control room and they're just busting shit out and it's like it's it's it's, it's interesting it kind of demystified a lot of it for me like even so as far as like what it takes to run like a big professional looking like studio operation it's like oh really that's all you got to do okay <laughs> don't get me wrong it was very impressive they had a fucking armory i got a picture in front of the, the infowars tank and shit like it's fucking nuts and just like everywhere you go like every square inch of the studio there's like some piece of like probably priceless memorabilia in there. It's like, what the fuck, dude? It's crazy. But, uh, <clears throat> so, but I know what you mean. I, I will, I will give you the fact that like when you're maybe, and to me, I just write it off as like, dude, when you're playing at that level, like, yeah, you know, of course they want him dead unless he's part of, part of the, our, their operation, you know, you know, I, it could be that he is part of their operation, but like I was saying is his batting average is so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And, uh, I, I feel like m maybe it's more likely that uh, he's not allowed to speak on certain things because mm. he has death threats. I'm sure. Yeah. Or, or like his yeah. family members have death totally. threats or something like that, you know? Totally. Yeah. And so I feel like he probably has to toe the line to a certain extent, just like yeah. uh, Joe Rogan, you know, like oh, yeah. the whole reason I started my podcast was because Joe Rogan didn't go deep enough. And I was yeah. like, why is he not touching these subjects? Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, and then I found Sam Tripley and I was like, oh, there you man, go. I gotta compete with this guy. But nice. No, great. But my buddy Matt Baker is also a, a regular Dude. on, on InfoWars. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he has nothing but amazing things to say about Alex. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing, man. It's like I, I got a lot of love for Alex and I got a lot of love for what I mean, they let me I have a channel on their freaking platform. So I'm very grateful to everything they do, man. And I just and I love Matt Baker too. Shouts to Matt Baker, dude. Like shout out, uh, brother. That's, I love that's that my, guy. Yeah, he's he's my boy, dude. In fact, he was the one I was down there in Austin with when we were doing the whole InfoWars thing. It was me, him, and uh Frank Kavanaugh from he's the former bass player of the band Filter, who's a big time InfoWars guy. We we were just mobbing all weekend, dude. It was nuts. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'd love crazy. to hang out with Matt. He's not that far from me, so I need to go, go see him here pretty soon. Totally I'm bummed that I missed the uh that we crossed paths, bro. Like I was yeah. in Nashville for a little bit. Oh, really? Oh shit. Fortunately, we didn't get to uh meet up. I was in oh, Nashville fuck. for about oh uh three weeks and oh. uh the spot I was staying at it didn't really work out. So I uh ended up going with deplorable Janet and uh I was out there for a while until I got this amazing job offer that came oh, wow. with a house and everything to boot Damn, dude. California. So I was like 
as cheap as it as it is in Tennessee, man, like I was homesick and my daughter is a senior this year and I want to watch her graduate. So dude, that's amazing. It sounds like it was the perfect storm and the perfect uh recipe, you know? And uh, you know, having been like in Oregon for the majority of this. I could say it's really interesting what happens where like when you're in a, a, an environment that's really just insane, tyrannical, nonsensical, there's also like a, a, you know, equal proportionate amount of people that come out of the woodworks looking for each other. And so like, you know, there's, there's all, there, there's going to be freedom people everywhere. And, uh, you know, I was just, Oh man, I was just so burned out with Oregon and stuff, man. I was, I needed a change in my life. I was not thriving in that environment, I guess you'd say. So I needed to do something and I'm really glad I did. But my experience during the heaviest part of the lockdowns in Oregon was that I found some of the most amazing people and we were doing awesome shit, man. And so, you know, that was definitely a very, uh, pretty beautiful time in my life for sure. You know what I mean? And so, you know, hopefully you can find those. How long have you been out there? Uh, well, you know, I'm born and raised from California. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I lived in Nevada for a short period of time, but you know, this is my home. So, gotcha. um, but I'm in Sacramento right now, uh, where I was born and raised is actually in the mountains. So I got my start in Oakland, California as a youngster. And then, uh, in about fourth grade, uh, my parents moved me up into the middle of nowhere out in the mountains, uh, close to Tahoe. And so, mm. you know, like, uh, I, mountain life that's like all i knew and then i wanted to get the heck out of mountain life as a kid and so the second i graduated man i moved to uh san francisco because mm -hmm. i thought i was going to become a professional skateboarder and uh nice. and so you know i've lived in all of the big cities in california i'm not a big city fan however uh you can make a lot more money in the big cities it's true it's true you know it's like you you make your money in the city and I think my, my kind of ideal would be to like maybe be like 20 minutes outside of the city and commute in if I have to or whatever, or have a fully remote job. Like that'd be awesome. Uh, out in the country, just growing food and shit. So yeah, man, that's what, what, what kind of work are you doing? So I know, I don't want to shout you out for this. Like, um, I know that you're just like an incredibly talented graphic designer. Like anybody that's like on your Instagram, uh, which there's a link in the description, everybody, please go follow. He's, he's got awesome shit. Uh, are you in the the realm of like graphic design or anything? Is that what you're doing by any chance? Yeah, absolutely, man. So yes. uh, I work I work for a company called Rapstar Pro, and yeah. I design um, vehicle wraps. So Dude. everything from race cars to CHP cars to uh, big ass trailers that you see driving down the road for wow. uh, you know for IPAs or whatever. It, I'm just, I'm constantly designing shit for these things. And it, it's pretty awesome. Cause I never knew anything about the rap business. Yeah. I've been a graphic designer my whole life. Yeah. So, uh, going to work for this company is kind of really cool to see how the whole process goes, how, like how it comes from my computer to actually being on a car is pretty freaking awesome. Dude, that's amazing. Well, congratulations on that, man. I think the last time we talked, um, you were kind of like soliciting like, Hey, if anybody needs any graphic design work, let me know. And now you've just landed. So that's fucking great, man. Like when we get to do what we love to do and get paid for it, like there's nothing better than that. So congrats, yes, man. it's fun, man. And, uh, you know, I, I take on side jobs all the time. I'm doing something for a uh, Venice beach dub club, nice. uh, right now they have a new single coming out and you know, the last, one of the last ones I designed for them, that album, uh, that, or that single went number one on Apple, uh, iTunes. So, wow. you know, so like I kind of can say that I created a number one, uh, Dude. attributed to, to that, you know, it's pretty cool. 
That's amazing, man. Well, keep keep it up, dude. That's really, really encouraging. And hopefully I'll be in a position someday where I'll need to hire somebody to do graphic work and I'll know who to call. Like I, I've talked to some people, but your your shit's like next level. So thank you, brother. Someday. That's my goal. Like my goal in life, like isn't to like achieve like wealth for myself. I want to have like a, a team. You know what I mean? Yes. I want to have like a whole team of people. Like I want to have like what InfoWars has. I want to have like a network or or something where I could just bring everybody up with me you know what i mean like that would be the dream like that would be awesome so anyway and i think we're all working towards that yeah 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 see this community like really i've met my best friends man who i consider Mm -hmm. family through this community you know and you were just talking about psyops on psyops and as much as i fell for q and that Mm -hmm. whole thing like i wouldn't be here with if it wasn't for q because you know there's so many cool people that i would not have met if it wasn't for that psyop and even though I fell for it and I still kind of hope it it's true, you know, yeah, but, of course you know, I think that's possible, but you know, it, it's, it's one of those things now, now I use even more discernment. So mm-hmm. when something comes out immediately, even if it is from another truther, I'm like, eh, let's wait and see. I agree, man. It's like, I just don't trust anything, dude. I'm just like, I'm so far out of it. Like it's just all my paradigms have been shattered, man. And it's really just pretty basic stuff. It's just like, it's all about just uh, it's all inward, man. Like like the, the the oppressor is in here. You know what I mean? Like there's no one coming to get us. Like I don't think it's I don't think it's ever gonna happen. I honestly am wary as to whether if, or not this huge collapse is gonna happen. Like there, the the whole idea is to give you the impression that you're right at the brink at all times. Like you're all like it's just one continuous narrative after the next to make you think that you're at the brink. But when you take a step back and you look around, you're like, okay, prices have gone up a little bit, but it's like. I think there's also, it's like a cycle. It's also like a cycle. Like it's going to come back around. Like even when the gas prices were so ridiculously high, I'm saying, like, well, it'll go back down eventually. Right. And I kind of have a little bit, maybe not in California, but, uh, but still, I think like, it's always about having us in a state of fear on the precipice of thinking something is horrible is going to happen, but it never actually does. You know what I mean? Have you noticed that? I mean, yeah. Because uh, they want to keep you in that constant flight or fight. Uh, yeah. Uh, feeling you know what i mean and that's a that's a very good tactic to use because people are very easily controlled when they're scared and uh you know back to what you were saying is i don't think somebody's coming to save us i don't either because i read the bible and in the bible it's it's gonna get really really bad before it gets good and the bad guys are going to win for a while Mm -hmm. so we're gonna see some really fucked up shit in our lifetime and it's not gonna be good so that's why i try to enjoy every day where we are able to enjoy it because man every day is a blessing i wake up every day and i just pray and thank god that i woke up again and i'm here to experience this existence amen to that man it's it's a beautiful beautiful existence like i have a lot of hope for the future like i don't i don't know maybe that rant like i i just i don't i don't know they can do whatever they want like i'm just gonna be over here crushing away you know it's just you are crushing too, man. Oh, you are man. crushing left and right. Uh, like your show is is awesome. I think you're shadow banned as well because I haven't seen yeah. you on Instagram that that often. I don't post much anymore. I've been so busy crushing. I don't have time to fuck with my Instagram. It's hilarious. <laughs> good problem to have, brother. Yeah, yeah. It's it is. It is. Well, well. Thanks, man. Like it just um, feels good, and it's all like you know the 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 crux of all of it. Like the the kind of the central point of all of it is like just standing on our principles and and just aligning ourselves with truth and just kind of putting the message out there and people gravitate towards that and it's just been mind-boggling absolutely mind-boggling you know it sounds like you're getting a big dose of that as well 
Um, so I wanted to ask you like what, so what's on, what's on your radar today? I saw some shit the other day with the two Trumps. Like there's two Trumps now. Have you seen this one at all? I mean, of course, I think all people have like the elites. They probably all have body doubles, but yeah. So the two Trumps thing is not anything new. There's been, oh. uh, I mean, for years, people have been spotting him on the golf course and it's not the same guy. Uh, yeah. I've seen him in restaurants and he's going along with it. So like, I think he's definitely paid by the Trump team or whatever. Oh, totally. Totally. Um, I mean, but you know me, man, I'm a crazy wild out there guy. And I totally believe in the cloning, uh, the celebrity cloning center. And the fact that if anybody is in the spotlight whatsoever, they are going to have multiple clones of themselves. Totally. Totally. Um, let me see if I can pull this up here. So this is the this is the one I was talking about. I'll give uh, credit. I was watching Owen Benjamin the other night, and he uh, was commenting on this. But look at this. Okay, so this is on the left. The photo you see on the left, that's Trump from, I guess he was at the UFC fight like a month ago. Yeah. Right? With a big nose, super tan, skinny, looks like a mask. And then the guy on the right is the guy that was two nights ago, or whatever, three nights ago on the CNN debate. Man, that is crazy. I'm going to have to go back and look at that UFC footage because yeah. when you're showing me these pictures, there's no yeah. way that that guy on the left next to Kid Rock is Trump. That's no, not Trump. no, dude. So unless his photo's doctored, which of course, maybe it probably is, but it's like, okay, so there's more than one Trump. Right. So. If I could grab that original photo, I could just throw it into Photoshop and pull uh, and yeah. raise the levels on it and we could tell if it was doctored at all. Oh, really? That's interesting. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how I debunk all of NASA's shit. Oh, really? Tell me. Okay. Tell me about this. Tell me how we de debunk NASA shit. Oh, it's super easy. If you just go to any, uh, you go to the NASA website and, and grab any picture that they have as the one that's most famous because it was in a film that somebody had did this with and I saw it and I did it myself. Mm. And so you take the picture of, uh, earth from the moon. So it was the picture that they took of earth while they were on the moon, supposedly, and if you pull it up into Photoshop and you just raise levels, there's there's a, a there's an, a filter in there and you can you can adjust the levels. And as soon as you do that, it will pixelate wherever anything mm. has been manipulated. And the moon <laughs> or I mean, and the earth in that video was superimposed. It's like it's night and day. It's one of the easiest things to debunk wow. as far as that goes. But if you want to talk about flat earth, man, Sean yeah. Hibbler just yeah. put out level with me and it is by far the best film I have ever seen about flat earth. Not only does he, he, he start from start to finish, man, he just takes you along for the journey. And, uh, I mean, they go and they confront people. They, I, I mean, it is just amazing. And he includes Project Bluebeam. He includes free energy, electromagnetics. It's just every, the way it's put together is, is fucking incredible. And if you're not a flat earther going mm -hmm. into it, you're going to have, you're going to be on the board afterwards. That's amazing, man. So it's it's interesting because okay, so level is on my list. I have not seen any of them yet. It's on my list, uh, and I know I heard about the new one. I was at a little homestead gathering a couple weekends ago, and this uh, shout out to Narissa, Narissa, if you're out there, she was uh, telling us about the new Hibbler movie, probably the one you're talking about, and she's like, oh yeah, it's so great. And so I'm like, okay, okay. So, do, so do you need to watch any of the previous ones to watch this new one and get something? Not added? at all. 
Okay. Not okay, at okay. all. Uh, okay, so he okay. actually even recommends that you start with this latest one. Honestly, oh, okay. Honestly, no offense, Sean. I love you to death, brother. But like, if you watch the third one, there's no need to watch the other two. Like the, the, he he covers everything in the third one and he just fucking crushes it. And I made the trailer, by the way. So I'm pretty oh, you did the trailer for it. Dude, well, I know he's uh, he's quite the, the editor himself, um, right? Like he was uh, I know he him and Miriam just put out that George Floyd documentary that uh, I did a little bit of work on that movie. I'll say I do a little bit of video. Oh, editing. That's a little uh-huh. bit. Yeah, 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 but uh, but yeah, yeah man. So- that, he's he's constant. He's busy. He's a busy, busy guy. He does uh, all the stuff for Eddie Bravo's podcast. Um, he does his own podcast, and he's constantly work uh, working on a new film. He's always, always working. And uh, I told him, I was like, man, every time you put something out, it makes me step up my editing game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome, man. Um, so what do you say is your Oh man, I don't even know. So I, so what I was getting at is that I just haven't done my due diligence on flat earth quite yet. You know what I mean? So many of the people that I look up to and I listen to their streams almost every day, uh, you know, bludgeon, uh, listeners saying, Oh, if you don't believe it, then you're completely retarded. And I'm, so I'm like, okay, well, I guess maybe I'm kind of like outsourcing. I'm, I'm doing the worst thing that you could possibly do. I'm kind of outsourcing my critical thinking skills and being like, well, because I, trust this person, all these other areas, if they think the earth's flat, then yeah, the earth's probably flat. That's where I'm at with it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it probably is. It probably is. And it also gets into, you know, I think people's uh, conception of uh, flat earth, which I've broken, I've had a lot of breakthroughs lately on my own, you know, mainly, okay, so it's like the, um, you've seen the famous like flat earth debunking picture where it's like you have this photo of the solar system where it's like a round sun, a round Mercury, a round Venus, and then like a square shape earth and then around mar or you know whatever and it's like well this is awkward or it's like right and so it's like that's but that's still applying the heliocentric model to this whole thing right yes. and so it's like if it's like if it was heliocentric and it was just this big flat disc in and amongst all of these other round objects yeah that would be kind of crazy but uh i get the helio or the, the geocentric model and uh and it was uh one of the things that really spoke to me was like the other day owen was talking about you know, when you're looking up at the stars and you see that they're round or, or luminaries, right? You have the planets, which are essentially just luminaries. Like we don't know much about them other than the fact that they emit light, you know, from, from our perspective. And it's like, so that would be like, you know, looking at up at the light, the light bulbs in your ceiling and being like, okay, well, because those are round, what I'm standing on must be round too. It's like, no, we're, we're standing on something really special. And exactly. when, we look, when we look up in the sky, like that doesn't necessarily apply to what this is we're standing on right here you know right and i kind of have a leg up on most people because my grandmother worked for jpl uh, the jet proportion laboratory yeah so she retired and so i have stacks and stacks of glossies of so-called satellite pictures from Mm. when she worked there and not one of them is a real picture it's all composites and so here's the thing is when people want to argue that and they say well all the other planets are around so uh how does that make sense well we don't know what the other planets are because we've never actually seen them and when we have seen them it's been through what we have available to us to where we can zoom in ourselves and look and if you do that yourself what it looks like is something that is in motion and it looks like a light being shined behind a water of glass so that tells me 
firmament and uh i don't know what other planets are but i'm thinking that it is very it's something biblical and they could be uh possible uh spirits or they could be sure who knows who knows what but all i know is what we're told is not true so in order mm -hmm. to argue against uh what we talk about you have to argue with other falsehoods like everything else is round so why isn't the earth round we don't know that everything else exactly is round. yeah yeah and that's almost like kind of a false equivalency too because it's just like you know just because what we're looking at is round doesn't necessarily mean what we're we're assuming that just we're just one of many other things when in fact like this is you know all of creation you know and it's just a beautiful amazing thing and and, you know, that's the whole point is to make us feel insignificant and worthless and just like this useless thing spin, spinning at so many different axes at thousands of miles an hour. It's like, it, you know, I, I wouldn't, it's, it goes against intuition other than the indoctrination. It's just like, but, you know, so then it gets to in real un uncomfortable territory where it's like, okay, so if this is true and if everything I've been told is wrong, then like, it, it's a very demoralizing place to be, you know? And luckily, again, we've, informed ourselves on these topics for so long that we can we're comfortable in that place we're comfortable in the place of having our beliefs and our very deep axiomatic fundamental understandings of the world like shaken and shattered and we're like oh that's cool oh yeah i guess that's all fake right yeah, yeah man i mean <laughs> you know? we, were, we were prepped for it the day that we learned that santa claus wasn't real no totally like sam says the original first conspiracy that's the first first conspiracy theories santa claus yeah um and then the other, the other big flat earth breakthrough I had, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but it was like the idea of, so when you have a, a globe and you have like Antarctica on the bottom, right. According to the globe model. Uh, okay, cool. But if you flatten that out and you're going like heading towards the circumference of the circle in any given direction, you're going to what would be the equivalent of the bottom. It's like the, the, the bottom of a sphere becomes if you flatten it out, that becomes the circumference of, of the plane or whatever. And I'm like, whoa. So like, so basically when you're at the middle moving out towards the perimeter, you're basically moving like geographically south. So just going from the radius of a circle, you're traveling, like that's technically south on a, on a, on a globe. And I was like, whoa, okay. So then the so, whole like, you know, ice wall theory that, that makes a lot more sense now too. I was like, okay. absolutely. And, and what is very, very interesting is Putin, uh, just uh, stepped out of the Antarctic Peace Treaty. And mm. that means that anybody from Russia is absorbed uh, from any part of that treaty. And so possibly people could be going to explore on their own now from Russia. Please, please do. Hopefully Putin, after all is said and done, maybe he'll, uh, maybe, maybe he'll whistleblow on some shit. We don't know. So I'm, Dude, I'm excited awesome. to see what happens here because the Antarctic Peace Treaty is the longest standing treaty between all nations uh, to date. And that's interesting. Maybe, maybe that direct, maybe that right there. I'm just sending you links to shit in the chat in the private chat here. This is funny, but anyway, maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll get to it. Maybe we won't, but uh, you know, that's, that's really interesting, man. And maybe that's the demonization of Russia. Maybe that's always been the demonization of Russia. I don't know. They, they know that Russia has the, you know, tenacity to go against whatever new world order. And you know what else is really funny? Okay. So I was scrolling through one of my subversive telegram channels. I, was, I came across this interview with a, uh, this like neo-Nazi guy down in Australia or something like that. And he was being interviewed and he was just talking about how, uh, how like 
the Ukraine, like, the, okay, so the neo Nazis in the world, they're rooting for Ukraine because their people, the Azov Battalion, they're down there like fighting for their, their own sovereignty. And so, so it's crazy that all the Nazis are pro Ukraine. Like, I didn't know that. Like, all the neo Nazis are like, yeah, we're, we're hoping that they, they beat off the Russians and get back their independent sovereignty to create like a white, uh, nationalist state, or, you know, they're all about creating the white nationalist state and stuff like that. And I was just like, Oh my God, the liberals. And, and it was at a rally. A lot of the troops have the swastika. Yeah, on their exactly. Uniform. Exactly. Exactly. But it's just like, you know, all of these like libtar. Oh, so this was at an, at a, at a rally at an Antifa rally down in Australia. And they had like the Antifa people over here. And then like the neo-Nazi guys over here. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, obviously the, the Antifa, like the, 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 what do you call it? Political, what do you call it? The identity politics of like the, 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 the left Antifa people or yes, pro Ukraine. Like, let's go Ukraine. Do you think they have any idea that like the neo Nazis that they're getting slugging it out with are also rooting for Ukraine? <laughs> like, no, they have no idea, bro. <laughs> they are so blind. They just it, it reminds me of that meme that I saw when Donald Trump was still president, and it was the uh, the funny kid from The Simpsons, and it was like, I hate the president because the TV told me to. That's how these people yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it, it was, I was just cracking up because I'm like, oh, dude, it's they're all rooting for Nazis. Like, that's so crazy. So, And if you but, were to tell them that, they would yeah. not believe you. you yeah. They wouldn't believe you. You could show them evidence, and they still mm -hmm. wouldn't believe you. They're yeah. like, fuck you. I'm not looking at this. I have to go get my booster. Exactly. I got, I'm late for my booster appointment. I'm sorry. I don't have time for this. Yes, exactly. That's hilarious. Um, I did send you a couple things here. So the first one, I, I just – this came up when I was talking to the Grimerica guys a couple weekends or a couple weeks ago, but this is really interesting. I haven't had a chance to quite look at it yet, but I've definitely, definitely, definitely meaning to. So this is a uh, Malcolm Bendall. Are you familiar with his work? Not at all. Uh, you're okay. you're opening me up to something new here. Okay. So this is uh, in cooperation with Randall Carlson, right? You know, like Randall Carlson, what's the other guy's name? Graham Hancock that go on Joe Rogan all the time. Yeah. Apparently they went and recorded. And so like Randall Carlson, like, Oh, hates, this is hates, the guy that recorded with Rogan, but never yeah. got released. Yeah. It never got released. And like Rogan's like blackball in that episode. And so Carlson's all like pissed off at Joe Rogan. Now like, Hey Joe, why are you withholding this information from the world? And so this is uh, I sent you the link. Maybe I'll put it in the chats here for people. But uh, basically, it's this uh, Malcolm Mendel's like his his presentation. It's like each one of these is like half an hour, like a 15 part documentary, like showing this new technology. That's like it's not like free. Well, the Grimerica guys were explaining it as like not free energy, but basically it, it, it harnesses and allows like would, would allow humanity to basically run on such a little amount of energy that it's, uh, it would pretty much disrupt and destroy the whole existing paradigm. I'm like, Jesus. Okay, cool. Engines, uh, time matter. Like, so anyway, so man, I definitely, I'm so yeah. interested to go and, and yeah. dive into this, you know, it's yeah. crazy because I actually invented, um, an engine, uh, or not an engine, but a, a tiny motor for a science project one time mm. that, uh, was, it was propelled through, uh, magnetics. And I was like, I don't see why we can't, uh, make the, a bigger version of this and put it in a car so that when you press on the gas pedal, the magnet gets close, closer to the magnet mm. and, it, and it creates that force. So it causes it to spin faster. And then when you let off of the gas, it goes further away from it. So it'll automatically slow itself down and yeah. we wouldn't have to worry about any type of fuel whatsoever. And I yeah. was like, why am I the only one that's thought of this? And then right. I looked up to go patent it and no, there's hundreds of patents on magnetic motors. So, wow. 
Yeah, well, that makes total sense too. Yeah, I mean, the idea I had, very similar to that, is like, you know, so electricity is generated when like, you know, the the flux, like a, a magnetic uh, flux line is like interrupted like that. So you like wind a bunch of cop a copper in a tight spool and you spin it around. And so basically like mechanical energy uh, creates electrical energy and then electrical energy creates mechanical energy. You know, it's like they feed. So you can use mechanical energy to spin something to make electrical energy. And then that electrical energy can be used to spin something or, or to, 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 yeah, to spin it back. You know what I mean? To, Isn't that anyway. how the first cars were made though? I, our first cars that we ever had, I feel like you had to crank them up, right? Sure. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and so that's really all a generator is. It's just something that just spins, through these flux lines, creating electricity that gets stored in a battery. So what my thought was like, why couldn't you just have the thing that spins have like a series of magnets, like around the top, like pointed at an angle. And then on the side, they just have opposing magnets and then they're just opposing all the way around. And it's just like a perpetual motion, like infinite just yeah. spins forever. It just will never stop spinning. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. 100%. And you know what? It's patented. And yeah, so, I don't know why it's not put out to the public. Mm -hmm. Well, I do know why. It's yeah, because exactly. we, you know, we have to pay to live here. We're the only uh, species that has to pay to live here. Mm -hmm. And uh, if if we had free energy, then they wouldn't be able to control us like they do. So, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. You know, what was Biden's first thing that he did when he took office is he he shut, shut down the, the pipeline. Yeah, cut that, cut the energy, man. Like, uh, so I don't know, man. I think that through all of this, like, we're we're reaching a point where. We're just going to break through and then we're this new era of just infinite potential is going to break through, man. Like it's, it's been really interesting to watch the whole, um, like just from, I feel like since chat GPT came on or was made available to us, like, like things have already started changing a little bit. I've already seen like a massive increase of like deep fake type stuff. That's like fork faced. You ever watch that fork faced guy? You know what I'm talking about? No, but man, you okay. bring in the chat GPT. I'm about to yeah. release an episode that I just, okay. I just interviewed Tupac. Oh, nice dude. <laughs> I love it. Oh, okay. Wait. Okay. Send me that link when, when that's out, you know, it's crazy. I just saw like a, a video earlier where they just were just, whoever made it was just like, Oh God, like they were really trying to push the limits of like <laughs> free speech, but just to, to demonstrate like, Hey, and it looked indistinguishable from real life. Like, you know, having these, like it was like newscasters, from like a news broadcast and then they like dubbed over the lips and made them say the most awful shit you can imagine. I'm like, Whoa, like this is a, uh... but, but it's just like all these things are happening, but I feel like there's a lot of, Oh God, I mean, I'll get in trouble with saying this, like, like the AI, like being a benefit to humanity. But I feel like, you know, almost in a way, like anything like a gun or, or whatever, like these are tools that are like neutral in and of themselves. But like, if given the right, abilities then it could be potentially good but that's that's where we draw the line because like well, we know we know that the people the conspiracy of it brother yeah. is we're approaching a new presidential race and yeah. um a lot of things are coming out about celebrities politicians uh, the internet is getting away from them yeah. and in order yeah for them to get ahead of it they're releasing all of this uh technology to us now so oh. that they can so that they can say Oh, that was a total deep fake. That wasn't me. Oh, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. GPT. That wasn't me on a phone call. That was somebody's somebody's trying to fucking frame me. Well, dude, that was the same argument that was happening like right after Jeffrey Epstein got arrested. I remember in 2019, there was this major ramp up of all the rhetoric around deep fake. And, and I remember we were all back then saying like, oh, this is just for what, exactly what you just said. Like once all the people start to get exposed from all the Jeffrey Epstein shit, then uh, 
you know, the, their, their excuse is going to be, Oh no, it's a deep fake. And then all the deep fake talk kind of died down. And now all of a sudden it's back with a vengeance. And now they know that their time is up. So they're really dropping all of this. Well, the thing is, is Hunter, <laughs> Hunter Biden is being investigated and oh, okay. they're coming out and saying that, uh, the laptop thing was real. Yeah. They're going after him for it. And who knows what's on that? Because they said that the things that the people were talking about, like the gun charges and all that stuff, like is nothing compared to oh, what yeah. was in that laptop. And when it first uh, dropped on telegram i actually downloaded what was available to us on a, a on an external hard drive and uh i went through a little bit of it and then the crazy thing is is when i went to plug it back in uh, a couple months later because i was trying to find some sort of a record like uh I, I don't remember what it was but the the whole hard drive was corrupted it, it wouldn't it wouldn't uh, turn on. So Are you I'm, serious? Wow. So I'm, uh, yeah, and I, I have a completely new computer now too because I'm, I'm wondering if there was some sort of Trojan horse in that uh, Telegram thing. Interesting, man. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. You're braver than me. Like I was not, I wasn't gonna download any of that shit. Like I was like, okay, that's a trap for all of us, man. All the conservatives, like they're just gonna. <laughs> well, I thought so too, and that's why yeah. I downloaded it on an external hard drive. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, but you know it shouldn't be illegal for us to look at it if it's not illegal for him to do those fucking things. Yeah. That's a good point too. That's a good point too. I didn't want to corrupt my soul with whatever the hell was in there too. I was like, Oh Jesus. Like who knows dude? Like if he's like murdering little Chinese girls, like I don't need that in my life. I'm good. No, thank God. I didn't see <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. like way too much frontal nudity for my, for my taste. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see. So the other thing here, so this is an interesting thing that just came out. Uh, apparently speaking of Russia, so when we were talking about that, this kind of reminded me here, have you seen this? So there's an X, uh, what is this? So Dimitri Rogozin says that while many, in <laughs> so anyway, basically this is like X Russian space this is guy. Awesome. No proof us landed on the moon. Yeah, exactly. So, well, you know, what's crazy is none, none of them have landed on the moon. Exactly. And so, you know, that's kind of like one of those, I know you're lying, so I'm not going to call you out because yeah. I'm lying too yeah. type of things. But uh, it's interesting, man, because Putin is pulling out of the Antarctic peace treaty. And now we got people in Russia saying that uh, NASA's full of shit, which we've all known NASA's full of shit forever. It stands mm -hmm. for not a space agency. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So, so who knows, man? Like, I don't even know what's going to happen with that, but I feel like we, we, the time has come. Well, you the know, the Chinese, come. the Chinese teach their citizens that the U S faked the moon landing as well. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I had no idea. About real. <laughs> that. Wow. That's hilarious. Okay. I didn't know that. That's funny. So let me ask you this. So where are you at? on virus germ theory versus terrain theory you know this is something that gets me hung up quite a bit because mm -hmm. i've listened to the best of the best and uh there has never once been a virus that has been isolated mm -hmm. so therefore there is no such thing as a virus because yeah. so i mean right there right yep. there it falls flat on its face yep you know but uh there are, uh, as far as terrain theory goes, I think there might be some holes in it because, mm -hmm. you know, like there are certain things like, uh, you know, how do, how do people get like, uh, um, uh, spreading diseases through sex and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. You know, like, uh, I mean, we don't, I mean, maybe it's not a disease, but something's happening there. Right. Yeah. I mean, yep. 
I, uh, I, so I was told now, so here's, I'm going to preface this. I'm going to let my audience know this too. So I'm about to do a big push on this show on rebunk news into the whole world of the terrain versus the germ theory. And we're going to get to the bottom of it. And so, uh, I I've reached out to tons of people. I'm trying to get a whole slew of interviews lined up. So if it's not your thing, you might tune out and come back in a couple months and maybe we'll be talking about lizard people again or whatever, or homesteading or whatever you want. But the next few months, month or two, maybe we're going to be talking about germ versus terrain theory. And, uh, awesome. I, I wanna get, are you, yeah. you going to talk to Gary Wayne? Uh, I don't know. Gary Wayne, let me write that down. Uh, so right now I've, uh, I got Tom Cowan. We're, we're trying to figure oh, out a, we're trying to figure out a time he's coming on. He said he wants to come on next week, but we haven't locked in time yet. Um, I got, I heard back from Dr. Sam Bailey down in Australia. She is busy apparently doing her own home, home, uh, homesteading and homeschooling and is not available for interviews right now. Uh, I reached out to Amanda Vollmer. I'm waiting to hear back from her because I was recommended her because she, well, this isn't the, necessarily the reason why, but she she's deep into it. And she says that she has healed 100% of the people that have come to her using like holistic terrain-based medicine and stuff. And so I'm like, okay, that's great. And she, I was told that she has an explanation for STDs, STIs, like that there's a terrain explanation for it. So I want to get to the bottom of all of it, right? Um, I can't wait to listen to those yeah, because yeah. I have so many questions. But I, well, I, I like the very beginning when I said they've never isolated a virus. Yeah. It's dead right there. Well, the thing about it for me, okay, and then like Alex Zach too, uh, I'm in contact with his people and like, I'm trying to just, yeah, I'm going to try and just really get as much information out there as I can about it. Because to me, like, like I said, I've been covering this vaccine COVID shit for like going on three years now. And like, you know, what the, if we, we need a new medical paradigm, like the, this current medical system does is not work, is not working. It doesn't work. It causes way more harm than good, you know, doctors misprescribing or, or malfeasance is the third leading cause of death and probably even higher now because of all the COVID shit. You know what I mean? Like this is this medical paradigm paradigm needs to be dismantled and debased, discredited and destroyed peacefully, politically, as Alex Jones says. <laughs> but uh, what we need to do is like, like the germ theory is the crux of it. It's all based on the germ virus theory. And I think if there can be enough, like a public awakening, I first need to decide for myself whether 100% it is what it is and then 100% debunk the virus germ theory for myself. But also then if, if that, if it is true and viruses don't cause disease and if it's not, uh, you know, all, all of this stuff, then you can just wipe the slate clean and all this shit, whether it's vaccines, you know, just pharmaceutical drug products, like all of them, you know, we, we can find a different way to be in this world, but most people don't want that because most people just want a quick fix, a quick solution. They want a pill or a quick surgery to get rid of whatever problem they have. And they don't want to take the responsibility of being in charge of their own health. Well, and, and they're uneducated too. Yeah. Brother. Like yeah. a lot of all these people, 99% of yeah. them think that they are doing the right thing and that these doctors and qualified people are benefiting them and that they're yeah. telling them the right things, not yeah. knowing that they're all indoctrinated, which is yeah. why they're called doctors because they've yeah. been indoctrinated with Rockefeller's system of, of medicine. Yeah. And it's a fucked up system. It's a petroleum based system mm -hmm. and it's, none of it is good for you. There is not one single doctor that actually goes out there. That's prescribing these medications that looks for the root cause of the problem. They're just putting exactly. it on this, on this shit. And they're giving you medications that are going to fuck you up more than what you're actually taking it for yep exactly i mean 100 percent. and so we need to you know there, there's got to be a better way and so that's that's what we're going to try and do here 
Um, and it's really interesting. Are you uh, familiar with the whole Tesla Edison story about the whole feud that they had and everything? Yeah, right? I'm, I'm a little bit versed in it. Yeah, and it's it's just really interesting because like you know, as that that story goes, and who knows again how true that whole shit was. But uh, well, have you looked <clears throat> into uh, the World Fairs and what? Was yeah, going yeah, on? yeah, World exactly. Fairs and everything, and like, yep. and they were able to light up these places. And I talked to. Um, big country from whiskey beer and conspiracies oh, and cool. he's an electrician and he's like there is no fucking way that they were able to do that in the amount of time that they said that it took them to do it with the yeah. lights the in the just impressiveness of the light displays that they had is not doable on edison's style of electricity yeah exactly exactly so well obviously we're being lied to across the board there but it's just really interesting because like the, the narrative the story around tesla and edison is that like tesla was the genius tesla was the inventor and edison was going around like stealing all his stuff you know at one point tesla was like an apprentice of his and tesla or edison tesla was an apprentice of edison and edison kept stealing and taking credit for his work so tesla left to go do his own thing so if you go back to the mid 1800s like the story is almost exactly the same around the emergence of germ theory and it was uh louis pasteur and this is happening in france louis pasteur was uh basically the edison of the story and then this guy named antoine bichamp was the tesla of the story and bichamp you know he's known for a lot of work around like fermentation he's known for a lot of uh just stuff like that but uh but pasteur kept like stealing and like patenting his work but pasteur like edison was in with all the big bankers and politicians and stuff, you know what I mean? And yeah, so that was like was in the occult, that's why. Oh, probably the occult too. Oh, that's great. We need to look into the occult angle of Louis Pasteur. But anyway, uh so basically that's how germ theory got adopted was because they saw and even back then there was papers that were written like looking at how this idea of this foreign invisible enemy was uh, a source of power for them. They already saw right away, like in the mid 1800s, that this invisible boogeyman they could patent, like they could they could make so much money off of the fear and selling products to combat the invisible boogeyman. Whereas Bichamp, his whole idea was like, no, you have to take care of your health. And they're like, dude, but we can't make trillions of dollars off that. And so that's basically how the groundwork of the whole idea of viruses and germ theory came to be. It's just That's so crazy. crazy. I yeah. didn't know that it, it was in collaboration with that whole Edison and Tesla thing. Yeah, it, the stories, the stories are shocking. Yeah, the shot, the stories you know are who, just parallel. You know who, uh, who was the person that went and seized all of Tesla's yep. uh, belongings oh, after yeah. he passed away? Right. It was oh yeah. Donald Trump's uncle or uh, uh, yeah, grandfather. Was, no, it was his uncle, John Trump. Uncle John Trump. Yep. Uh, you know it's fun. I know I keep bringing him up. Oh, freaking Owen, dude. Like he did a. Uh, fucking Owen benjamin yeah 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 yeah. he did an epic stream okay so this was this it was episode 1690 you're gonna dig this so go listen to 1690 he's talking his theory is that of course they're gonna let trump this is from like two days ago but they're they're gonna let trump be the next president because uh he was number 45 president 45 right four plus five is nine and then if he were to be elected next time it would be 47 four plus seven is 11 so he'd be the 9-11 president <laughs> so, oh man yeah yeah yeah, dude and so i don't but, know it's, it's really hard for me to get into the numbers thing i know because I, I know. feel like you can add numbers to anything and come up with whatever you want to so yeah. i don't feel like it's a I don't feel like it's a it's a good scientific method. Like no. you can uh, repeat and produce the same results. Like no, no, exactly. I, I'm with you on that. It's it's kind of fun to toss around. But but the, here's the thing though: is that like they believe like these these occult people they believe in the power of numerology. And so if you can kind of see the patterns and kind of lean into what it is they're doing, you can kind of 
uh, predict and almost like see, oh, okay. So of course they're going to do it because nine 11. Right. But anyway, but the point was, was that in the episode, he does a really deep dive and he's done this before, but he really goes in and shows some pretty compelling evidence to show why he, he thinks that Donald Trump was, uh, responsible for 9-11, at least in on it, and that they used John Trump's Tesla de-dustification technology to do it. So that the technology that John Trump had access to was what they used to take down the Twin Towers. I'm like, Jesus, okay. And it's uh, he makes a pretty good case for it. So I encourage you to check that out. So it's interesting. That's very interesting. <laughs> so what, what is your take on Trump? Because I feel like anybody that is in the spotlight to that degree is yeah. uh, is there for a reason. Yeah. Um, however, there are times when I'm like, man, people change because I myself have changed. Mm -hmm. So maybe he was in this powerful position and he decided to have a change of heart. I don't think so. I really think that he's just a crime boss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. uh you know, as Sam Tripley says it best, yeah. it's, it's elite pedophiles versus, or satanic pedophiles versus crime bosses and yeah. Trump's crime boss, Hillary Clinton's an, an elite pedophile. And I yeah. really feel like they're all in cahoots. And, yeah. you know, I talk about Donald Trump all the time because I used to be a big Trump supporter. Yeah. I was a Q guy. Um, yeah. But here's the thing, man, is he said all the things that we wanted to hear. Yep. And united we stand, divided we fall. And I will be damned if Obama didn't start dividing this country. But then when yeah. Trump came in, he completely split it in fucking half. Yeah. Whether or not I agree with the things that he said, that was the outcome. Yep. Yep, I agree, man. Like, I'm not a fan, and I'm just sitting this one out, and I'm not getting to get. So, I might, I might watch on the sidelines and just kind of laugh and snicker at the clown show and the shit show, but I ain't getting involved. I ain't falling for that shit again. I'm just gonna be over here. And Nobody's coming to save us, brother. No one's it coming is, to save us, dude. We need to take care of ourselves. Yep. You need to get right with your health. You need to yep. get right with your information and use yep. discernment, man. Because yep. uh, we've fallen for way too many psyops, and and I'm yep. fucking sick of it. Yep. Yep. And community, 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 man. I hope that you reach out and find some people in your community. Like, uh, uh, freedomcells.org is a great way to find other like-minded people. The Bertaria times app is a great way to find other people. Um, uh, on the new unjected is going to be launching here in the next maybe week or so. Very excited about that. So there's lots of ways to meet people or just like meetups.com. You can find like kind of a, an awake one every now and then. Um, so just get out there and find your people. We're doing, a. Anybody that's listening in the Nashville, Tennessee, Middle Tennessee area, we're doing a bear meetup, Bertaria meetup at the Nashville Farmer's Market this Saturday, the 12th from 11 to 3 down in Rosa Parks. Come hang out with us. Um, and uh, yeah, so it'll be fun. That is awesome. And, yeah. and watch yeah. out for trans shooters out there in Tennessee. I know, dude. Trust me. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Catalyst Jones, brother, thank you so much for coming on tonight, man. I really, really, really appreciate it. Can you tell everybody where they can follow and support you? Absolutely, man. Scott, it was a blast. As always, thank you for having me on. And yeah. everybody, you can find me on Rockfin, Apple, and iHeartRadio. I've been kicked off of every other platform. Uh, oh, yeah, you got my my web store up right there, whiterabbitpodcast.com. And it is. Uh, yeah, man, I'm just out here grinding. I'm trying to spread the truth as much as I can, and I'm talking to interesting people. So come and check it out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, man. Keep up the amazing work. Keep me posted. Um, if you got any, like, if you come up with any crazy topics you want to do a deep dive on, just hit me up, and we'll have you back on. I love, I love this shit. So that was fun, man. Absolutely, I'd love to, brother. Have a good night. Are right, you too? Peace, peace out, everybody. Catch you next week.